0: What's up, guys? Welcome to Indian Markets with KR, a podcast where I talk about how the Indian indices are moving and how they might move in the future. I also talk about a few stocks and my trades. So uh, glad to see you here. And let's get started. Welcome to episode number 171. And today we'll be talking about what we normally talk about the market and such so i hope you're listening to this episode at a speed you are comfortable at if not just do it right now i'll give you three seconds three two one let's get started so positive day today for the markets and nifty closed at 9187.3 it's up 205 points or 2.29 percent the low for the day was 8946 rejected that very very uh, very quickly in fact i think it it was um, in the very first few candles that low was hit and from there it was on an upwards trajectory making a high of 9209 which is very close to the close for the day which is uh, a very bullish sign it's a good sign it's a positive sign Uh, if you're wondering what really propelled this market upwards it's going to be very simple and that is Reliance. Reliance, news based factor, Facebook buys 10% or 9.99 or some, like effectively 10% in Reliance Geo for approximately 5.7 billion if I remember correctly and uh, that's that's a very, very big news, very big piece of news so that is really what pushed uh, the market upwards and it also uh, resulted in reliance hitting its circuit at 10 percent so a very interesting day if you trade reliance or have reliance in your portfolio now as far as the exchange snapshot is concerned it's not really updated here on nse's website it's 5 49 pm so i'm assuming that it's going to take a little bit longer for them to do that now, looking at the index performance, broad market indices, best performers of the lot with large caps, Nifty 50 being the best out of literally every other broad market index that, that is available here. And small caps were the worst performers. Now, this is completely different to what we've been seeing last week where small caps were the best performers, mid caps uh, were you know decent and large caps were in the absolute gutters. But I'm assuming that because Reliance went up, because a lot of other Uh, you know large caps also went up it sort of pulled the large cap indices upwards and small caps mid caps not really that much of news happening plus small caps mid caps are probably going to be the most affected by this possibly due to cash reserves that might also be one way to look at things Uh, sectoral indices we are seeing media being the best performer 6.65 percent i'm not quite sure z limited also has a good price spurt today uh, it's up twenty percent so that's possibly why we saw media going up by this much I'm not quite sure why uh, Z had this just wild wild price increase I'm trying to see if there's any news based event and I can't find any here uh, so I, I assume that you can do that uh, research work yourself it's kind of like a homework thingy but other uh, other and other sectors we are looking at banking doing okayish not really too uh you know too exceptional here nifty realty and nifty pharma and nifty psu banks not the best performers not too negative but not really positive at all uh, they are within the one w- minus one percent bracket which is uh, mediocre let's just keep it at that uh, we are seeing a few volume spurts on stocks like uh, bajaj hind suzlon and uh, yeah those are the two Uh, you know commonly known stocks we are seeing a price spurt in Z limited which is uh, possibly because of some or the other news based factor now RIIL is also where we have seen a price spurt and I think they have their results either today or tomorrow and uh, that's possibly why we're seeing that um, you know price spurt happening it's up 14.12 percent now as far as the 52 week highs and lows are concerned we're seeing the same stocks here ruchi soya yeah, finally hitting it's 300 barrier i think it's 15 times up from its low at this point um and as far as the bulk deals are concerned there are a few we are looking at eyeball housing finance just dial reliance capital and a few others uh, but these are the main main you know noteworthy ones noteworthy deals no no block deals and there is there are two new uh shorts initiated according to nse one is havels one is hindustan Unilever. so we could be seeing some uh you know unusual moves with those possibly global markets look mixed right now a few asian markets are red a few asian markets are green european markets are green And US markets yet to open but they are minus 3.48% so let's see what happens overnight we'll get some clarity on the US markets as well. I'm looking at Nasdaq by the way uh, for the US markets in case you're wondering it's what money control shows. USD-INR right now we are seeing it taking resistance from the very level we spoke about yesterday approximately 76.8 or so it opened well below that it opened at about 76.75 went down attempted to fill in that gap, but then that gap support was too intense Which is why it's just hanging in the middle of nowhere right now at 76.64 so that's what we are seeing possibly Uh, you know the understanding of crude expenses being lower as a result deficit being lower is what might just be not pushing the price uh, higher. Uh, Now speaking of crude we are seeing it positive here thankfully. WTI crude is at $11.76 up 1.64% and Brent crude is at $19.73 up 2.07%. Now, if you're curious about what happened to uh, crude prices and how, you know, it all ties in to the equation, uh, I I recommend you listen to yesterday's Crude Oil Basics with KR episode number 10. It is half an hour long. First, I think 10-15 minutes are about the basics and what is actually happening. It's very beginner friendly. The next part, what follows is a bit more advanced, but it's really digestible because I'm no crude expert myself. I just sort of compiled information use my own understanding to uh, put that episode together so you could check that out as well if you want additional understanding on the scenario and uh, that's the market snapshot let's move to the indices now now one factor which can really push uh, the the indices either way are the results all out of the Nifty 50 stocks, we've got Britannia here, and I think InfraTel has been removed, but I'm not sure. But InfraTel also has its result tomorrow. Uh, so does MindTree. I don't think that's there, but Minetree is also an important stock. So these two three stocks, important stocks, have their results on 23rd, which might be, uh, you know, a day where we might possibly see some weird ish movement. So make sure that you may, uh, you know, make a mental note of this. Uh, because if you're trading indices and the results come out during the market is uh, you know operational during the market hours, then you might see some unexpected moves. So as of now, though Britannia looks okay-ish. It's up three point three eight percent, which is not too bad, honestly. Uh, but then it is it is far from you know what one would call positive. So it it's possibly expecting an okay-ish uh day okay-ish result which is possibly because of FMCG, you know, demand going up and supply possibly being restricted and so on. So possibly as expected results, if that's the case, then if the results are as per expectations, then there's a chance that it might just go a little bit lower. The price might fall a little bit, Uh, but that's completely different from what we are seeing with Ambuja cements here, because Ambuja cement here is up 5.82%, which basically means that the expectation the tone is set, people are expecting it to perform very very well um, in the Q4 results. This possibly makes sense uh, if you think about the entire coronavirus thing because it, it did not really impact um, you know, uh, the cement market that much I assume until the lockdown really started and the lockdown started you know towards the end of march so i'm assuming that most of the stock might have been cleared for that quarter which is why th- the result might not reflect the true uh you know effect of this pandemic but speaking about the index uh, indices directly we saw a minor gap up opening today but then that soon fell down because of 50 moving average resistance we are looking at the intraday chart here it took support at the pivot point and from there it was pretty much consistent in its uh, you know climb upwards Sure, it retraced sometimes around 1130 which is where it showed some weakness at higher levels this is right around the 9150 level so you know that resistance combined with the weakness might have made one thing that it's a short but then we can see that there is support at R2 Plus there is support at the 200 day moving average on the 10 minute chart. So that gave it some support. And as a result, it broke through the R3 level. Also, as a result, we are seeing it uh, very, very close to 9200 right now. And it's on track to fill in the gap. So if it does want to fill in the gap that it's created, it's looking at 9242 29270 approximately uh, as far as the levels are concerned on the intraday chart. Let me be very clear about that on, uh, you know, on, on, on this, on the daily chart here, I'm trying to uh, find the retracement that I had made, which might give us some additional context into it, but I can't quite find it. So I'll have to construct one, uh, construct a new one here. We are seeing that there is a 23.6% Fib retracement support at 8.946 and the and the low for the day was 8.946. So we can see how clearly that level was, uh, you know, uh, respected. We can also see that it's right at resistance because if we look at 15th April candle, the open for the day was right, uh, you know, in between the high and the close for today so basis this the next target as i said should possibly be around uh 9270 or so and after that we might possibly explore 9300 levels of course that is on the positive side on the negative side we are looking at the very first support coming in at 9150 because that is where we saw a bit of hesitation coming in today after that we are seeing 9100 being a good support and after that we might see Uh, You know previous levels like 8900 and 8946, which is here. So these are the levels that I'm seeing for Nifty. For Bank Nifty, uh, yesterday it was not that strong, not that positive. We are seeing something very similar this time also because we can see a lot of uh, you know the extent to which Bank Nifty and Bank Nifty was bearish is higher compared to Nifty. We can see it taking support at you know roughly the same places. But then, uh, you know, the entire dynamics are different and this will make a lot more sense if you are looking at the charts right now, once again, 10 minute charts. Uh, So it took support uh, at its pivot point, took resistance at another pivot point, took support once again uh, at a CIP and then pretty much made a run for the 200 DMA, uh, 200 uh, 200 day moving average, not the DMA, 200 day moving average on the 10 minute chart. Also, it has gap resistance, so yesterday's gap down opening has not really been breached yet. So that gap is very much there. In fact, if we look at the daily chart, we can see that it it does have support, sure, uh, of the 13 moving average, but that gap is still relatively, uh, you know, untouched. So if it does attempt gap filling, 20,100 is approximately where our eyes should be set at. And uh, if, if, you know, no attempt for that is made, we could at least expect 19,800 to 19,900 levels uh, just just as a sort of leg stretcher kind of exercise that uh, Bank Nifty might do if it wants to just stretch its, leg, stretch its legs a little bit and, you know, just uh, kind of test out higher levels. On the lower side, we might possibly see uh, 19,400 approximately being hit once again, uh, which is my view on it. Bank Nifty or Nifty, in fact, not something that I trade. So my, you know, analysis and observations of these are not as crisp as they used to be earlier. Uh, But then I'm hoping that that additional context you already have if you've been trading Nifty and Bank Nifty. So without any further ado, let's move to my trade. Uh, I said my trade but then I took two trades, at least two trades today. The very first one was long and going long HDFC. Uh, this was I think uh, in, in the very initial few minutes of the market open. The trade basis for this was the pivot point. If I pull up the 10 minute chart of HDFC here, we can see very clearly that it opened right around the S2 level, so I bought around the S2 level, I held it up up till approximately S1 or so, which is when I exited my position and entered into ICICI Bank, which appeared to be more promising. Now, of course, uh, when I entered into ICICI Bank, there was some, I don't know what news was there in the market, but then it just shot up completely, Uh, you know, possibly because Nifty went up because of Reliance or something. But when that went up. HDFC also went up so it would have been the same regardless of which stock I'd held on to. Uh, but then then I shifted to ICICI Bank, so I exited right around one of the resistances that I saw. And that was approximately at 331, if I remember correctly, just above the previous close. Now, that is also the 50 moving average resistance. So I exited around that, and this was the very same profit that I typically target, you know, around 10 to 12%. So I got that I was happy out of the markets by 1030 and uh post that i was not really doing anything just g- getting uh you know some random things that i had to get and i was just silently observing the market watching my father trade so i saw uh icici bank going down retracing till it's s1 once again and then going up so it seems that icici bank in general has this tendency of going up then coming down and then taking support of its previous cip the day's previous cip which has been happening a lot if we look at the previous uh, candle patterns also of icici so that might be one characteristic of icici as a stock which you might want to look at so that's something uh, that i observed and yeah when the markets went up the all like most of the major stocks went up as well along with nifty when they went down you know it was kind of in tandem because even nifty was going down at the time so in that respect, while the extent to which it was positive or negative was kind of different, but then the direction was very similar. Whether you looked at HDFC, whether you looked at ICICI, whether you looked at Nifty, so that's something new that I observed. Now that was the only trade that I took. My lesson for the day is going to be, uh, I'm not quite sure what the lesson is here because it's pretty much the same sort of, uh, thing that I've been following and possibly that really is the lesson that if something is working for you, then don't get greedy too fast. I could have very easily gotten gone for index options today to make a larger ROI, but then I did not. I stuck to what works for me and I did not even re-enter into a position after getting my 10, 11% ROI. So that's possibly the kind of discipline that you require if you want to uh, just gain the confidence that is required in order to take bigger trades in bigger positions. Uh, and I, I spoke about return on capital so and return on investment. Now, uh, you might be wondering that I say that 10%, 12% ROI, is that sort of, uh, you know, building upon my yesterday's profits and so on also? The answer to that is no, I keep my capital intact. So whatever profits I get, I park it in a stock or an index fund or, you know, whatever seems appropriate at the time. And then I start back with the same amount of capital i had when i you know traded yesterday so that is how uh, i trade typically and that is why 10 12 percent is the approximate target for me it it is not really you know a moving target in the sense that the absolute amount is greater every single day it's a very fixed target that way and it's purely a risk management uh, you know move by my side because i don't want to risk my capital further i don't want to risk my profits i want to be greedy and enjoy my profits so yeah that was the trade those were the trades for the day that was the lesson for the day and that's it for this episode i hope you found this helpful and informative happy uh, thursday expiry tomorrow see you in the next one <laughs>